This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me, as always, is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper. Whether you're learning to crawl or on an electric scooter, Charmin's always the answer to a sloppy pooter. <laughs> <laughs> Charmin Toilet Paper. Again, that's from Chris Jocelyn. Of course it is. I mean, come on. It's this, so this, good. So good and so different. Yeah. What a chameleon of, the sh- of these Charmin slogans. Um, thank you, Chris, for sending that to us. And thank you for all of you for, for uh, sending us your Charmin slogans, uh, tweeting at us, at the Doug Man and at Jack Dolgen. That's D-O-L-G-E-N. Thank you for emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. And thank you for calling us on the shit hotline at 1786-HOLD-IT-IN. We love getting your calls. We love getting your tweets. We love getting your emails. We read them all. And even if we don't talk about them on the show, we enjoy them and we appreciate them so much. I really, we really do appreciate them. So thank you. Um, I think we're going to just jump right into this episode, Jack, because it's, it's, a, it's a truly great episode that could easily have been two episodes in one. There's just so much going on. We sat down with Kathleen Hale, who is a wildly, you know, talented writer and um, and just had a, a conversation that makes me, just reminds me that why I love doing the show so much too because you just never know what stories are going to come out of people. Yeah, this is for the ages. Yeah, so here she is, Kathleen Hale. here with Kathleen Hale. Kathleen, thank you so much for coming. I'm really excited to be here. We uh, really appreciate it. Uh, a friend of the podcast, Michael Penny, um, before he agreed to come on the show, gave me your name. And then uh, we started emailing and I was like, would you like to come on the show, Michael? And he was like, I think I'm ready to. So this is a kind of, this is a great, it was a, for us in this industry, that's a that's big. That's a windfall. It's a twofer. That's a twofer. Yeah. I, I hate to put it that way, but yes, you're a twofer. And, uh, it, but that's, I, can, I mean that in the best sense of the word. It's I mean, really the goal com- of the show here really is number two. Yeah. So right. we, we right deal right. in twofers. Yeah. Um, but uh, so happy to have you here and uh, appreciate you taking the time and would love to talk to you. Uh, I don't want to give anything away. I don't know much except that I know you have poop stories. Yeah. And uh, they came up in a writer's room around yeah. Michael Penny and yeah. he said, you got to talk to Kathleen. So right. um, <laughs> let's let's get into it. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I basically spent, let's see, more than a decade just shitting my pants almost every day. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, come on, stop. <laughs> no. Stop. Hold yeah. On. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Decade. What, what do you mean? More than a decade. What do you mean every day? I, almost every day. You- yeah, I'm being serious. So it started when I was 17 and I first went to take the SATs. Um, I was a super hard, too hardworking. Like there was something wrong with me. Okay. Like I, I just, I needed to get perfect grades and I had this score in mind for the SAT and that morning I had had my first cup of coffee 
and I had like taken first cup ever. ever. Yes, that was the morning. That was the morning you chose. That's that's actually a little strange. Yes. We're, well, we're gonna get well, to I that. I thought I thought it would help me, you know, because like kids yeah, who had coffee were like the like I like it's weird that you didn't try it on a practice test. We'll get back to yeah, that later, though. But, yeah, it wasn't like even in like the top of my class. Like, but I noticed that the people in the top of my class drank coffee. Okay. So I had a coffee and an Adderall. <laughs> had you had Adderall before? Uh, yes, I had had Adderall before. Okay. But the combination was new. <laughs> no, no, it's quite a combination. <laughs> and so I was driving to the test center, and I had just gone to a homecoming dance with my then boyfriend, and the theme had been cowboys and Indians, which would not happen Ooh, now, yeah. but um, without a fight, but my boyfriend happened to be Indian-Indian, oh, like wow. East Asian, so he wore, he wore a, um, I wore a cowboy hat, and he wore the traditional clothes. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yes. Wow. That's pretty great. That's, yeah. Uh, those pictures are, that must be fantastic. Yeah, so they were great. I was in love. But more importantly, <laughs> there was a purple cowboy hat in my car. Well, it was purple before I had explosive poops in it. <laughs> After that, it was... <laughs> okay. Okay, so you're, dri- so you're I'm driving. So I'm driving. to the SATs. I'm, you had a cup of coffee and an Adderall. Yeah, I'm driving, and I pull Kareen into the park. Parking lot because you had the shit. Yeah, and I pulled like the tightest turn straight into a parking st- spot. It was like Jason Bourne, and I <laughs> slammed it into park. And I grabbed the cowboy hat, scooted it under myself, pulled down my pants. I'd been having sex in cars for so long, so I just like pulled, knew exactly how to pull down my pants. <laughs> <laughs> And went in the cowboy hat. It was actually like very neat. I know I made it sound more like an explosion before, but it was like, it was just a clean, like top to bottom, uh, you know, intestine clean out, but like a, you know, uh, solid. Wait, so, okay. So the, the plan all along, w- at what point was the plan, I'm going to shit in this hat uh, as opposed to I'm going to go into this location. I couldn't make it. I knew I couldn't make it. You knew you weren't going to make it. I knew it was going to either happen in my pants and then I would have to either miss the test or go in like that. The shitty pants, which would have fucked your square completely. Yeah, totally. I mean, I wouldn't be able to concentrate. Um, Nor would anyone else there. What would have been good was you would have brought the average down. That's true. That's true. That year, I could have been like the one person to get in wherever. It's an anomaly right now. Did you finish? Did you go and take the test? Yeah, and I didn't get the score that I needed, so I had to go back and do it Again, I don't remember what the poop story was that day, but I'm sure that there Wait, was okay. a less well, dramatic. You but, you got, but you got it out. I got then, it out. And you. So I'm walking into the test center what holding with the hat. The hat. I decide it's. <laughs> I decide I can't leave it in the car because, like, what if I forget it's there? I'm not the only person who uses this car. It was a Ford Aerostar. The family used oh, it. Yeah. So, so there's a lot. Everyone was having sex in that one. <laughs> I mean, really, I you might have been conceived. My, ki- my, my kid brother and sister were like 10, 11 years older, uh, younger than me. I hope that okay. they weren't having well, sex. Yet. But anyway, so I carried it into the, toward the test center and then just chucked it all in a trash can on the way and just went on like nothing had happened. Like between the time I parked and dumped the hat and walked into the testing center, probably like 10 seconds had passed. Fucking and, and, talk and, about and Jason Bourne. Yeah, that, yeah. Jason it was Bourne the Adderall. You used, I that, think. you used that for parking, but this is the most Jason Bourne thing I've ever heard. Oh, just toss I, it out. Because no the scenes saw. we don't see in the Bourne Ultimatum yes. or Bourne is when he shits, and yes. if he did, Never he would do it. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, this Go was ahead. your first time where you sh- that you shit. Yes. This is the first time you had 
You didn't shit your pants, but you you had an emergency and you would have if you hadn't shit. In exactly. It was her first yeah. time. She was just a baby born. Yeah. <laughs> it was the perfect storm. Anxiety, coffee. Oh no no. We'll, and amphetamine. We will get to all of those things. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. Because um, I, I would, I would make the argument right off the bat that I don't. I, that maybe you were aiming for this a little bit. I mean, how could you put that much new stuff into your system on such a big day? I mean, I was a teenager. I didn't even think I could die. Like, I didn't think about stuff I put in my body. That's true. Interesting. But you thought about this test so much that what I noticed about, like, taking the uh, uh, SAT test, and I did very poorly on them, uh, (laughs) didn't go up much with tutoring, was, was... but part of the conversations was was rituals. Was this is what you have in the morning? This oh, is, you interesting. Know, and, yeah, and they like, didn't talk to us about just, that. It's just about getting. Well, she did the perfect ritual if you're taking the S H A T. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I noticed a vacant stare in your eyes while I was talking, so it's good oh, to know that's very good. He was constructing it. He was putting it together. Okay, so this so this happens. You don't. Did you bomb the tests, or you just didn't quite? get what you wanted to. No, it, it, I got, so it was uh, out of Bomb 16. <laughs> it's out of 16 back then. I think it's it like more now. Yeah. yeah. So I got a 1470. What an idiot. Out of 1600. Yeah, but then my guidance counselor was like, really you got to go back. That's not so, that's not good enough so to get into well, California schools. What was your it's number? Good enough. No. In your head. What was the number in your head that you I knew thought? I had to get a 1500 to be even considered by UC schools. And coming from Wisconsin, I was like, I'm going to go to UCLA because I see it in TV and movies. Very Wait a second. Cool. So it was art. You'd have to get a 1500 to get to UCLA? To, to be looked at out of really? state. Because it's, it's that much harder out of state? I don't I know. They maybe they want it out of state. fucking dumbasses that go to UCLA? I mean, we no know some way. real. I mean, maybe he was lying to me because he didn't want me to go near California because he knew it would happen when I got there. I would just relax and stop shitting my yeah. pants. Maybe just smoke some pot and hang out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 1500 is. No just way. to get it. You see, I thought you were going to say an Ivy League Were your score. grades really bad? We were bad. Like no, she said she was super in control. They started really bad because I transferred from public school to private school after my mom could start to tell that like my friends and I were experimenting with drugs, and she was totally right. She had like a weird ESP because actually like they got deep into drugs, and one of my friends actually ended up dying from heroin. Yeah. So it was, wow, like, that it was wasn't ESP. It was, that was someone nodding off. No, no, no. <laughs> but like not at that time. Oh god. Like god, we were god, just god, like god, fucking god. around, like hiding, you know, weed in our in uh-huh. our graham cracker containers or whatever. Right, right. It was. Yeah, in between car sex sessions. I mean, your yeah, mom yeah. somehow figured she it out. She somehow figured it out. She's, yeah, a, yeah. she's a she's detective. Not a idiot. She's actually she's actually the sheriff of our town. <laughs> and so she was like, "You need to go to private school." But when I got there, I was like almost two academic grades behind. So yeah, my grades weren't great at the beginning okay. of high school. All right, well, interesting. Wow. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So, so anyway, so let's take this. So this is the first. Well, I just want to know how you felt afterwards. You hadn't oh, left, yeah. right? Right. No, it just came out so clean. And I think it maybe came out that's clean? You yeah. took a clean shit? I took a clean, like two foot long shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was clean. It doesn't sound like an Adderall. You can not... just feel it like kinda like, you know, when it like just yeah. comes out and doesn't like doesn't usually happen when anything. you're squatting like that in the front seat of a car. Like though. I said, I was good at you're squatting in cars. Got it. <laughs> got it. No, no. Uh, uh, the skill finally paid off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and you felt walking in, you you, you walked I in your felt, home. How'd you feel? I felt um ready to go you know everything like really did just, not it, you were like that's behind me that's, literally it, not just it's behind me but I feel great like well, you had just taken a two foot long yeah shit. like a cobra like a yeah, cobra she was shit. also like, holding a hat of shit 
I mean, this I, I only I, I, for like a second. I'm very. I'm just very impressed oh, by the thanks. attitude. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Also, you were pretty fucking hopped up on yeah, yeah exactly. You're basically on coke. You're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah let's, oh, let's get in there. Like, yeah, no one saw yeah, that. Yeah, no yeah. one saw that. <laughs> I mean, drugs are really cocaine is a hell of a drug. I like, mean, that's uh, moving your jaw. Around. Yeah, yeah, like just like licking my face and like I am like a superstar. Talk to people about the Brewers off season. So, so this happens. Yeah. Do you tell anyone it happened? No. Keep it with you. And you said this, and you did this for 10 years straight, so... More, let's, th- yeah. Okay, let's take it from there, so... Very clear about it's more than 10 years. Okay. <laughs> this has been clarified three times, but more than 10 but years. this is when it's... Well, it's, in my head, I keep doing the math and realizing I got it wrong the time before, so it's like, it's surprising to me every time we bring up the number of years, because I'm like, oh no, it's been 11, oh no, it's been 12, because I'm really bad at math. I... Oh. Oh, you're bad at math. You're 1470. Yeah, you, no, you're been that bad. bad. No, but see, our unlike you guys with your fucking ritualistic, like whoever the guy was teaching your class, he's like, oh, rituals, co- like coffee and eggs only, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, our person just made us take like 200 tests, oh, and right. once you take that many, they're all the same. They only use like oh, no right. Shit. So you just start getting like you start this, getting some of the same you questions. You recognize the questions. Yeah. So yeah. I just I was went too to like even to deal with that. Though. Yeah, I, I was never. too lazy. I would never yeah. have done that. We had to. Yeah. I was happy to get where I was getting, and it was not high. It was a culture uh, of hyperperformance. It, clearly. <laughs> in every capacity. Even my poops were great. <laughs> so it was a culture of hyperperformance under a picture of her shitting in a fucking cowboy hat in a Ford Aerosmith. It was once purple. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, walk us into this now, the beginning of your... Ten plus years. My legacy. We appreciate your your accuracy. You want me to talk about my legacy? Well, how did this? I mean, yeah. What happened? When's the next time it happened? How does what? Almost every day after that, it was crazy. What do you mean? So I mean, like, (laughs) okay. And by the way, I did have this uncanny ability to do it without people noticing, often in crowded places, unless they were just pretending not to notice. But like, I often went to school with these people, so I feel like they would have bullied me if they had seen. So here's a typical, here's a typical academic day. So, you know, walking, from my car or wherever across the lawn to school, whether it's high school, college, or even grad school. And the urge hits me. And I know, I know from experience by now that I have about five seconds. What? Whoa. From the first inkling? From the first inkling. Five seconds? And the more I fight it, the more I try to run. There's no time to fight it in five seconds. No, but I know like it'll get worse. Like it's a ticking clock. And it's like, if I even like move to run, like it's coming out. How much out? Like, by that point, it was no longer the triumphant poop that I took that day in the hat. It was, like, loose, like, wet. Like, it was, like, piss, peeing your pants, but also, like, it would, like, it just was a bad situation. Okay. I'm, not I, I, not I, to say I, that I was, like... No, but I'm... Wait, I don't think we've ever had anything This like is this. not... We've done over 150 episodes of this show. This is unprecedented. This yeah. is unprecedented. Can I ask you a question? Can you... Do you remember day two? Yeah, of that's this? that's what I would like. That's exactly where I want. Day to go. one is the SATs. Yeah, so maybe I would the say next day. Yeah, it must have been crazy. Well, maybe I maybe, maybe it was a couple days. Maybe I lied Do before. Maybe it was time. maybe it was like it built up over time. So my memory is that it was almost every day. Okay, so the next time, the next time. Though. No, yeah. I mean I think like I think <laughs> I think that honestly, through some combination of my school uniform, which was a skirt. Okay. And my total lack of shame or modesty 
it just didn't really bother me until it ramped up in college. No, maybe even after. <laughs> Second, you had a oh, skirt. You had a high had school a skirt. skirt that you had to wear for a year, and you shat yourself shitty. in it. And you it. were consistent. Four years. You were wait, but no, but well, you no, the but the first it start, one you were sixteen. It, start, it started when you were sixteen. No, no, no. It started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Right. Two, so, so two, two years. years. Yeah. I'm sorry to ask this question. But what kind of undergarments are you wearing? Probably. Just regular underwear, and you're shitting your and you're no. Sh- I just pull them down and I poop in the on the ground. So I was saying, like, <laughs> 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 no, you didn't understand that before. That's well, why no, I, meant, I don't. I, I, that's well, why I mentioned this. That's why I mentioned the skirt. Quad. No, so I didn't finish. So that's why I mentioned the skirt, right? Because you're like, because you're like, why don't you remember day two? And I'm like, well, because like it just didn't bother me that much. It didn't. It didn't etch in my mind as firmly as day one, and this is why. So like, I was just like such a ninja about it for a long time that like I would feel the urge to be like oh my god and like duck behind a car duck behind a fountain duck behind a bush like underwear down yeah. you got a skirt on underwear yeah. down boom boom underwear back on move on no one's the wiser no one's the wiser I mean no one including you by the way because yeah, I don't this, what, is what, this is insane I mean this, uh, this is, is unwise to live like this. <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sweating right now I was a total idiot yeah, did, to you, did you never think anything was wrong first of all uh, you're not Jewish clearly because you, you'd be freaking out that something was wrong with you right and What's your mom would you? already have asked you this question like twice today like how right. are your poops and Absolutely. you'd be like, you'd be like how crying you like. reminds me I have a text to return yeah <laughs> I haven't updated her on my bowels today but <laughs> At what point did, did you did you think something is wrong with my with my gastrointestinal oh, yeah, yeah. system? You'd be surprised. Probably not until after surprised. college. I am surprised. I am surprised. Why after college? That's six years. That's of this. six years of living like this. And let's just say, let's just say, for argument's sake, and I don't think you're a liar, but you're speaking maybe hyperbole. Let's just say it wasn't every day. Let's say it was half of the day. Let's say it was a fucking quarter of the days. Still Let's like, say it was 10% of your days. That's still like two days a week. That is so much pooping no, no. in public. Yeah. And, and, and to not be concerned and to never be caught. Did your friends know you were doing this ever? Okay, yes. In college, I started being a little bit more open about it, and they thought it was very funny until one day my roommate and really close friend, Sarah McKetta, um, was like, Kathleen, where are my bell-bottom sweatpants that you borrowed? And I was like, I pooped in your pants. <laughs> and then it wasn't funny anymore. Because you were wearing them. I was wearing them, and I didn't, I couldn't make it. I mean, they're, they're so there different were times, pants. There are times, I wasn't. So there were times, yes. especially in college. Yes. So this is the differentiation between college and is high school. uniform. Is uniform. So you can only wear skirts so much at, in your new college. Yeah, in college I had on like... Okay, so you're a chronic pants shitter, Doug, and you think to yourself, um, I know, I'll wear, I'll wear skirts. Skirts are sure. better. I kill. It's the opposite of what most people would think. Totally. They do I would say I'd wear, I'm going to wear snow pants. <laughs> I'm going to wear snow pants. Can I say something? Did you, did you like it? Yeah. Great question. <sighs> Did you like that you could get away with it? Did you like that was you were in this shit ninja? Was this the next step of having sex in a car? Oh, I mean, I can't rule that out. I'm not a psychiatrist, but... You know, just well, think, think back to how you, how, you, how you processed it and, and how you felt. You said you felt good on the first time. You were like, I felt good. Well, I mean, I just... I, that was sort of a joke just about, like, going in and... And feeling like cleansed and like ready uh-huh. to sure, sure. ready to okay. battle, right, sure. but uh, but I don't 
Let me There's think funny about this. I don't want to joke It's almost like I feel like I'm talking to a serial killer. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> never got caught. And it's like, yeah, I did it. I'm really which means, which means that at her home, over. which means that at her home, all the underwear is there. <laughs> serial killers throw <laughs> nothing away. They throw nothing away. <laughs> the Golden State Pooper. Um, so I'm as shocked as you guys are that I didn't like I go straight to a doctor. No, I don't think you are shocked, shocked at all. No, you're not as shocked. You don't. Sh- you're now not I am. Because you, you were gone six plus years, ten plus years. This, you were never shocked. <laughs> also, also, uh, you were. You were. Um, I would imagine shitting around in the around the same area often. Oh like, yeah, I had a territory. Must have been just littered with human shit yeah. from you. Well, which does not smell and or look like other shit. I mean, it was more like the the washer dryer at my school. I had to deal with a lot of shit because by college, I didn't, like I said, didn't have the uniform, was shitting my pants more regularly. Was this boring school? No, no, no. This was college. No, but it, oh, the washer the pre- dryer... So I just meant like I had to wash my pants. I wasn't. Oh, no, I yeah. wasn't like. I wasn't like pooping outside at college. I was mostly pooping in at my college. Pants. Oh, at college or or Sarah McKenna's pants. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Her, 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 her sweatpants, bell bottoms, which is a terrible image. Yeah. Why? And maybe maybe did Sarah a favor. I mean, sweatpants, bell bottoms really puts a timestamp on this. Yeah. Thank you. With uh, with a rainbow. Elastic waistband. She's like, those are my sexy sweats. (laughs) (laughs) No more, Sarah. So when I finally started to feel like, I would say like shame, like I was like feral or something prior to this, I guess in some way, was uh, I stayed around an extra year at college and all of my like nerdy accepting friends who uh, had always made a joke out of this had graduated and I had- You're seven by my math. You're seven? Yeah. Two years of high school plus four years. You red chatted your first year of college. (laughs) (laughs) So I started hanging out my uh, my senior year or what what was my senior year with like a real rich crowd, like which all mm-hmm. exists. Like they tend to, they tend to poop in toilets. Yeah. They poop they in toilets. It was a different vibe. Like yeah. at sleepover, you know, if they or invited you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like their hair is like shiny from avocados and they get facials, <laughs> which I had never heard of at that point. Uh-huh. Um, I was just like a grubby, dirty kid. Facials. No shit. It didn't sound uh, like yeah. you heard of. Wiping my ass, yeah. Odium. (laughs) Use toilet paper in seven years. I I mean, (laughs) shitting out in the wild. This is a fucking bear. (laughs) Yeah, no wonder. No shit, you hadn't heard of fucking facials. You were. It's like Clan of the Cave Bear over here. Yeah, and I wanted to fit in with these people because they were like beautiful and interesting and all of that. So, and you, I managed to hide this from them (laughs) until one day. Um, I am at the apartment <laughs> of um, a young woman, a beautiful young woman, whose uh, family all of us have read about in history books. And uh-huh. she has this beautiful white couch. She was a Nixon. <laughs> yep. She had a beautiful white couch. Oh, my God. Oh God. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if it was, like, inherited, you know? Like, if it it was a family heirloom. No, that's the Nixon couch. Yeah, Yeah, that's the Nixon couch. It's the the white Nixon. (laughs) And she had been, you know, very nice to me and very, like, generous with me, and I really liked hanging out with her. do to your face. And I was sitting on her couch, and I felt a little fart coming on. 
So I pushed it out. You pushed the fart? You <laughs> pushed it out? Yeah, because you didn't have any years of experience. Look at what, in what world? In what all world? over the city. I don't know how to make sense of you, Kathleen. I have to tell you, I have no idea how to make sense of you. And to your point of view, it's wild. I'm this close to walking out of this. I don't, know. I don't even know how to talk about this. You pushed a fart out? What? In what world? Okay, so you push the fart out, so and I feel behold, surprise to no one. <laughs> There's like a, a warm circle of poop just spreading, <laughs> spreading out from under my ass, and I stand up because I can't quite believe it, and I want to. I want it to not be real. I want it to not be real. I want to turn around and be like, "Oh, it was, you know." A different feeling than that. And <laughs> I'm totally, I'm totally like in like, I mean, anyways, I t- I'm in shock. And so I turn around and yes, it's a huge, big old two foot diameter puddle of shart. And oh. it's on her couch and she's and s- sitting, she's sitting right across me. Were you me. in a skirt again or whatever? Like, no, it just pants. came through my pants. Oh, God. Oh, God. 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 <laughs> And she and I are making eye contact, having a conversation when this happens. So she sees every step of it. And I make eye contact with her and she makes eye contact with me. And I said, don't worry. This has happened so many times. I know how to clean it up. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, how do you unpack that? This has happened so many times. So you go from this dirty secret to... <laughs> She's like, don't worry, I'm a Nixon. I know all about cover. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. What does she say to that? She said nothing. She just looked at me, and for the next hour and a half, she sat there while I cleaned it. And she just watched you clean. She it. just watched me clean it. And that was, and that was the thing that got her off. Actually, as a wealthy person, she was like, I think you know. She's like, I knew exactly what you were gonna do. She was a slow. I've been slow paying this for a long time. I killed an elephant last year, and I haven't fucking been alive. You're ho hum. <laughs> you know, I'm Milwaukee Cracker Barrel vibe. I knew if you hung out with my kind for long enough, you'd shit yourself. <laughs> out of and fear. I won one dollar. <laughs> she just watched Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, she was. <laughs> oh yeah, I managed to get it out. So, what was the material? So it was. Uh, so luckily, the the cushions unzippered. Which makes me think probably it was not a family heirloom. Oh. Um, it wasn't like so it had pillow, it had cushion covers. Oh, so I took it off. I immediately dumped like, obviously she always had uh, sparkling water in her fridge. So I just like I just unloaded like a liter or whatever of Pellegrino onto it, just to, like make it sort of rise to the surface. And I knew don't wipe, you pat. pat. Yes. You know you yeah, pat it, and on. I just went at it. Yeah. For a really long time, and then I blow dried the cushion cover dry, and the with cushion. like a hair dryer. Yeah, and she just watched. She watched, but she was she was sweet. She was sweet and watched. She like laughed at a certain point when she saw it was coming out. You know, she like was like that was crazy. Um, you- our relationship changed afterwards. Please go on with that. Uh, we grew apart. <laughs> <laughs> Say wait at that moment. <laughs> did you? You were done. You got good friends. After. Yeah. No. Um, and did I, you ever say when you say this has happened to me a ton of times? What did you ever ask to unpack that information? No, she didn't. She clearly didn't want to know about it. So did you leave? Was that the first time that I felt shame? Ta- that you felt actual shame? Yeah, I had felt like a sense so, of crisis before. Like, oh my god, where am I going to get a pair of pants and underwear right now? Yeah. 
but I had never felt okay, shame. That's good. I had always yeah, felt shame. Class thing? Look, I don't think you should have felt shame. No, we don't want you to. Just shame. concern, concern. But yeah, concern sh- and, and and I'll just take it one step further. A sense of responsibility. Yeah, yes, that's the other you. thing. It yes. wasn't just about shame. I had no sense of responsibility. I was an irresponsible kid. Oh yeah, no, you yeah, don't, yeah, you don't no, have to tell us that. I mean, we get it. <laughs> I've guys, never heard. I'm here to admit so it. Don't tell of it all. We get it. I am here to admit once and for all that I did not have my head on straight. I mean, it took to your second senior year yeah. to shit on a fucking yeah. Nixon's couch or whatever. <laughs> I'm convinced it's a nigga. I don't care. I was held accountable for the first time. So I think like what when I faced the repercussions of not only being watched doing it, you had never been and no one graded had fixing it. Had you been getting away with this for six years, seven yeah. years? Yeah, no, no one had ever saw. No one had this ever seen. A, well, this I is never a serial killer. This is one hundred percent a serial killer. killer yeah. You've been getting away with it. Not only did you not care, you enjoyed it. I think she liked it. You had to. You had to have, no, otherwise, she changed. You, you had to have liked this on some level. Where did you go to school? Harvard. Oh my God! Okay, you went to Harvard, and you're just shit. And you and you made it through four years at Harvard. I As if you but went this to Harvard. class. I mean, this is exactly who I think goes to Harvard. This is yeah. just like just you know, an asshole. Fifteen hundred is low, and, and had no and had no sense of society just or the social all over the social months. norms, and doing whatever the fuck they want. No, that's how we all were. You're yeah, the no, there. we've met your before. <laughs> Yeah, we no, all know. We know. We've all. You've all been hired before we us for our, other writing jobs. We, we are writers in LA. We know. <laughs> I cannot. I got. I, it's I, just. It's really. It's impressive. I don't. I. I don't know how to. I, I can't. Crimson pride. Yeah. It's just that's that. I feel like you are. You are. You should be considered the pride of Harvard. This is the yeah. epitome yeah. of a Harvard student. Yes. You should have graduated with honors just on this Brilliant alone. Brilliant and a serial killer <laughs> yeah. who shits yeah. all over the yeah. fucking town. Yeah. Brilliant and just slightly off of human. <laughs> so after this <laughs> point, you know, after being held accountable and also after having like this, you know, sort of neurotic thrust of like, gotta get good grades like for four years and I went out into the world where that didn't matter and had like no bearings this all started to this all started to yeah when I was just like who's gonna give me a job like I guess I'll work in retail I don't know how to do anything (laughs) what wait wait first of all first of all after this podcast comes out how pumped is UCLA yeah (laughs) (laughs) they dodged a bullet UCLA the best school in the world We didn't get shat on for four oh. years. Five years. Five years. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so, she's after, like, okay, I'm destined to work in retail with this Harvard degree. Yeah, or whatever. She's in my pants. Yeah, and I'm like broke and it's like stressful and it's really ramping up. You're still up. shitting your pants. At I'm the still time. shitting my pants Once and it's, a day. it's getting worse. Oh, it's getting How so? Like, uh, like more often? Or? Yeah, I would say more often, okay. like sometimes twice a day. And it, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting to a point oh, where my hair is falling out. You know, because it's stressing you out so much. And is the shit stressing you out at this point? And like my heart is racing hey, because the of the last shit. Time you had seen a doctor. <laughs> so I, Any I had doctor. seen doctors throughout college, but they, they were like, you know, they were, you know, health services doctors. They see oh. you for like fifty minutes, or it's like a nurse who sees you. But do they ever? Do they 15, ever ask how sorry. are your bowels? 
Yeah, I mean. And what would you say? I, so this is, that was like when I was seeing doctors probably just, you know, for like UTIs, like sex related stuff. Sure. Okay. Now I started going to doctors for my stomach. Okay. So, so this is a, like a, year, year nine. Nine, okay. Yeah. Year nine. I was hoping it would be eight. Start, it was nine. But it's, effect, so, it's affecting your, your hair's falling out. I'm saying. Uh, uh, a is, lot. Is, is the yeah. stress is about you shitting in public or is it about what am I going to do with my life? Oh, and the shit problem. Is the shit problem at the forefront of your stress right now? At the time, I couldn't separate. Because it's at the forefront of my stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not at the forefront of your, of your stress. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, like, you're like going like in and out of reception because you're wrapping like the I, microphone. Is that what it's called? Jack, don't, kill, <laughs> don't kill yourself just yet. I, wait till he's, the end of the show. Ra- I think we should point out that he just wrapped you just the cord ra- around his neck like a noose. I don't know how to handle it either. So, But I need to understand because this so, is nine years which means two years after the nixon incident yeah so i guess you what know like yeah <laughs> like you guys said i was uh was i was just like an, an impossible unacceptable person in college and then <laughs> and then after that when i started maybe to occur to me how unacceptable i was just sure. like in general yeah <laughs> it's the pooping started getting worse and my hair started falling okay. out and I started having just like a lot of like physical problems. Oh, interesting, it, right? Itchiness, pain, like whatever. So I went to all these doctors. I had all these tests. You told them did you tell happening? them what had been happening for yeah. nine years? And yeah. Did they say what? So they ruled out. <laughs> so they, <laughs> did any doctor just walk out, kind of death comedy jam style, no. just drop his <laughs> drop a stethoscope on the ground and say, "I'm out"? No, they were like, "What are you? What's wrong with you? We need to go in there orthoscopically yeah. now." Yeah. yeah no. Okay. And, and honestly, like yeah, no, you know, we're joking, scary. but this sounds alarming. Yeah, they were very alarmed. So I I, like immediately got like the most extensive testing. Uh, They ruled out Crohn's. They ruled out. uh, They ruled out. They ruled out everything. Everything that it could have been. No ulcerative colitis. Yeah, everything. There was nothing like that. There was. There was like. There was nothing. And so eventually, the guy was like, "You need to go see a psychiatrist." Uh huh. And I was like, Ah. Oh, I'll go see the family doctor instead. And so the family doctor was like, well, have you considered that you might be gluten sensitive? This is before it became a joke. This was like sure, the, sure, sure, at sure, like sure, sure, the sure. rise of like, oh, you don't have uh, you don't have celiac disease, but you might be a little bit Look, sensitive. You're right, shitting no, yourself twice a day. I'll do anything, right? Yeah, no, this yeah, is the gluten sounds great. great. Gluten sounds so, great. Go, that's the third thing. It goes Crohn's and yeah, goes so, colitis, yeah. gluten. And I should point out that my not going to a psychiatrist had nothing to do with me being um, averse to psychiatry. It's because my insurance at the time just didn't cover it. That's understandable. And it was like, I was in New York City. Doctors there don't take insurance. Like, I mean, the psychiatrists don't. No, yeah, they, no, no, no. they don't take them. They don't, the good ones don't take them. So, like, I was, like, going to, like, Al-Anon to try to get, like, free therapy because, like, <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but. Smart. But I got some good therapy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, um, so I'm doing all this stuff and, and I'm cutting out gluten and I'm, you know, paying attention to my therapeutic needs going to these Al- Al-Anon meetings. I, I, you know, have a, I get a better job. Things start kind of coming together. Start, in my I'm life. sorry, you start working with the glu- uh, I'm sorry, the gluten thing comes in, and so did you start avoiding gluten? I'm I sorry. started okay. avoiding gluten. I did all made all of these changes in my life, and things are starting to get better. And I'm like even constipated, which is annoying, but at least it's like Hallelujah. something else. Yeah. yeah, let's go. And um, like a few months into this, I I get together with my now husband, and I'm just like totally head over heels in love for like a full year, and. Uh, 
and it's just like ecstasy. (laughs) (laughs) You're married now and the fully in love only lasted a year. (laughs) 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 That is how I made it sound. But this is all this is all gonna be this is all gonna make sense. This is all gonna make sense. For a whole year. That's fucking amazing. How do I make this louder? I'm so in love with my husband. I'm like burying my face in the microphone. But anyway, but it can't last that same way. Chemically, just anyway, go ahead. So I started like, you know, publishing little stories or whatever, and then I write this article that makes have you guys read uh John Ronson's So You've Been Publicly Shamed? I've heard about it. I, okay. it's, uh, yeah, so I've it's like somebody it. with like a hundred Twitter followers or whatever saying something stupid On and the then airplane. and then their career is over yeah, and like right. like their life is over yes. and you're like, how did this happen? And it's because we all like also live online. Right. Um, like if like if somebody set your neighbor's yard on fire, you'd leave town. But like no one can leave the internet, right? Right. Right. Or, and there's a thirst for public shaming. Yeah, exactly. And also there's like this like you know. That vanity searches and this almost like masochistic need to like see what people are saying about you even if it's bad mm. and I was all very like I was new to that um, my book publisher at the time had been like get on Twitter and I was like what and so I'd been on Twitter and then um, I published this piece and Twitter and like the internet just blew up in my face and suddenly my uh I was a young adult novelist at the time and my career was like over and Ooh. how did it blow up in your face Like Gawker, the LA Times were writing articles about me being a stalker and like... Based on the book you wrote? No, based on this article I wrote. The article was about (laughs) responding, like like overreacting to my first critic who is this book blogger online and wanting and then realizing that she wasn't who she said she was, that I was basically, it was like the catfish version of of Uh a critic, right? right? And... I found out who she actually was and I tried to get in touch with her and um, I sold this uh, piece to The Guardian kind of before I had written it as a pitch. Uh-huh. And, um, Trying to find this reviewer. Yeah, so and they were into stuff. it because it was like, you know, it was like Geisty right. no. and whatever. Oh, sure. sounds, and sounds and they're fantastic. like, and I was like, I think I guess I might, I mean, one way to end it is for me to like rent a car and drive to her house and they were like we'll rent you that fucking car (laughs) so we're the guardian we can afford it it's gotta be two doors like well let's ruin your life as a team so I write this piece there's a Kia on the way yeah that ends with me going to her house and not and not having the guts to like even knock on the door and then it's like sort of this you know meditation about how like in a world of anonymous internet contact even any kind of face to face engagement is considered dangerous yeah sure Um, and so the internet blows up I'm a stalker it's like it's what you got when you googled my name and I knew that because I googled my name all the time because I wanted to see every mean thing that anyone was saying about me and I completely lost my mind and I ended up in a psychiatric hospital Um, and what happened next is that they put me on a bunch of amazing medications I got this like psych I was I was engaged to be married so I was on sweet writer's guild insurance the best you know yeah it's really good and I uh (laughs) and I finally stopped shitting my pants it turned out I was just crazy Oh my God! Well, it turns out I was just crazy. Well, that's what it sounded like. I didn't. Want, I mean, it's. I don't like to be so. It did sound crazy. Um, did you talk about this in the hospital? Ever did you talk about no. the fact that like this didn't? I mean, obviously there are bigger. It fish was. Fry, a, but I actually yeah. don't think there are bigger fish to fry because I think it's <laughs> telling. Um, what? 
did you discover when you finally got the help you needed that right. you were going through? Right. Well, at first, you know, based on the medications that were working, mm-hmm. I just latched on to whatever most extreme diagnosis those medications were um, catered to absolve. Sure. So like the thing that ended up working for me was a combination of um, antipsychotics, mood stabilizers, and antidepressants, like one of each. Wow. And uh, all at like low, low doses, like not antipsychotics at the level, nearly at the level that someone with schizophrenia would need. Yep. But um, at a level that, you know, has an antidepressant effect during the day and helps me sleep at night, mm-hmm. but isn't a habit-forming yep. sure. sleep aid. Um, and because that was, I did not want to get like on Clonopin or Xanax or something sure. like that was more habitual. So, um, and then during the day I took, you know, a mood stabilizer and antidepressant. So what I, what I wanted was something to... Uh, demystify the experience of losing my mind. Sure. And I was willing to do anything in order to do that because it had been such a confusing and disorienting and terrifying experience. So at first I was like, okay, okay, I'm, um, you know, because during like the night I really lost it, like I like, you know, drank a bunch of white wine. So I was like, okay, well, like then I'm like an alcoholic. And I'm also, I also have bipolar too. And, and I also have like um, bipolar depression or whatever else it was. And um, then when I got out of the hospital, I, I stayed on those medication, those kind of genres, medications with some adjustments. But I started seeing a psychiatrist who I've seen since, like, so I guess it's been four years now. And she was kind of like, you know, I take all these with a grain of salt, like they all sure. these diagnoses because like... Not an exact science. Not an exact science. And also like you were in a state of acute, like suicidal depression. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, that's not the best time to like diagnose anybody. So over time, it's it's become more like evident that, I mean, it's the most infuriatingly simple diagnosis, which is just that I have depression and anxiety. And they began to manifest physically in really deteriorative ways. And um, probably because I was so ramped up or whatever on, on sev- like severe anxiety. I just Severe, didn't right. even notice. I didn't notice because I was always like, it was more like, I've got to be on time for class. You know, uh-huh, that uh-huh, was like yeah. my, that was my fixation. And it, it seemed, it is crazy um, that I didn't, that the <laughs> shitting my pants part didn't matter oh, as much to me. But I was like, I was like in a really heightened state. And then um, when I had nothing to guide that anxiety, I think, I sort of crashed after college and I sank into a deep, deep debilitating depression. Um, And that created its own gastrointestinal problems. And so I think that, um, you know, I read somewhere that all, all depression is rooted in humiliation, whether it's, it's just perceived or, or real. Mm -hmm. And so public humiliation, it makes sense that that would like take someone to their most, like their basest self. And especially like all the shame of caring. Like I was a grown up. I shouldn't have cared what people were saying about me online. Like I wasn't a high school kid. Sure. Like, you know, so I just like kept it all completely. It was so, it was such a shameful thing to be ashamed of. So it just like really snowballed. And I think that's, 
Well, it sounds that's what like brought your, me down. Your body was sounding the alarm. Yeah, yeah. and even before that, the yeah. shitting well, way in the beginning. Way, way right? in yeah. the beginning, and it, was, yeah, and it wasn't working. working. It, wasn't, it wasn't taking because the shitting wasn't trumping your other anxieties. Right, exactly. Because it was just like, yeah, no, I made it. I'm fine. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. Get I was in so, so much I denial. It. I got to get go to Ivy League school, it or whatever the, it is. Yeah, the anxiety was too strong. And yeah. then once college was done, what those, was I going to do? What's next starts to disappear, and then you're left with yourself. Can you imagine and the body's frustration after eight, nine, ten? You're like we're screaming at you. Yeah, like listen, this uh, she's just not getting yeah. it. Look, yeah. it's worked. It's worked with everyone else. Everyone I gotta tell you, else, I mean, hands down. I mean, we are really throwing. It. She did it on the Nixon couch. Three shits max, and we usually got her in a doctor's yeah. office. This one, she doesn't care at all. She's <laughs> seeing right through this. It's gonna take more. It's, it's gonna, gonna take, take a, a bad lot review. More. Make her a freelance writer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my and my butt's just like she sit on me all day. Yeah. <laughs> I feel completely tossed to the side. <laughs> That's really... I mean, it, 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 it contextualizes what you were yes. going through, and it also, I think, is an incredible demonstration of how connected the mind and the body are. Oh, yeah, totally. seem sometimes like they are not at all oh, working in yeah. tandem. Yeah, and that, like, I mean, that really hit home for me about uh, two years after... Like I had a nervous breakdown and I went on this reporting assignment to Snowflake, Arizona, where about 30 people who claim, uh, who allegedly have environmental illness live in a community yes, yes. off like the grid. And, you know, no it's power lines nearby, exactly. tinfoil right? wallpaper, right, yeah. all of it. And yeah. in order to, we were allowed to stay as long as we stayed with this one woman and as long as we wore her clothes and, and no cell phones and, no no cell phones and we couldn't use like shampoo for a month before or whatever. And we actually had to walk from the car to her house naked because like she didn't want her clothes to contaminate her house. It was that bad. Oh, dear. And at one point, at a certain point during the trip, I started to have the, these like t- tummy troubles again. <laughs> That's a kind that, of yeah. when you would go through. And they, the, the, and I, and like they, they went from treating me like a total outsider and like a, they would, you know, like a, like a normie to like embracing me and being like trying to oh diagnose me with environmental God. illness. And I finally had this moment with them where I was like, I know that we have the same thing, but we call it different things. Oh, interesting. Oh, my God. And they were like, no, you're one of us. No, and no, no, the, you don't. This is the, yeah, yeah. it's what... It's they, the difference between how to deal with this because it's, it's a generational difference. I think like they were all baby mm-hmm. baby boomers. They yeah. couldn't. They didn't want to be crazy. Yes. They wanted it to have some physical basis. Like they think they don't understand that psychosomatic does not mean fake. It does not mean it doesn't. It feel, doesn't feel mean. Those things. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't mean not it doesn't real. Doesn't mean crazy either. Yep. No. Yeah. And it, it doesn't. Mean yeah. Not a real and it doesn't. Yeah. And it's real. happening. I yeah. I believe you that you feel these this physical oh, yeah. illness. Oh, yeah. oh, definitely. Because I've been feeling. there. Like right. I've been there, and it's debilitating. So and it hurts. It physically hurts. Wow. Unbelievable. How many shits in public <laughs> do you think you took on What is this journey? podcast even about anymore? I would yeah. say more than 100 for sure. I mean- Over 100 public shits. Over 100 public shits, yeah. Shits on lawns, shits on- Shits on lawns, lawns, shits, shits on my pants, pants yeah. Shits on pants. Maybe, I mean, I- Shits I sh- at Tufts, those were weird parties. I shit outside, <laughs> I shit outside the, like, the Prada store in like New York City, like a great, that's in a great, the doorway, that's like during great. hours. What's the, what's the what's the best? I'm using the word best for lack of a better term. What's the best like Harvard shit location you shat? Um, Be very specific. <laughs> probably when somebody was in 
like the restroom in like the you know lobby of a dorm or something. Or, yeah. Um, so it was occupied. So I ducked around. <laughs> I ducked like literally three feet around the corner and pooped between a vending machine and the wall. <laughs> At fucking Harvard! Yeah, so oh my oh, god! Sorry. You went through and you went through. I know. I'm glad I, that shit I, I, got planned. The fact that you're here and the fact that you are clearly dealing with it in, the, in a good, healthy way allows us to laugh about this. But clearly, there was a lot going on. And I, thank you for being so honest and so. Oh yeah, it's incredible. It's, 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 it's an amazing story. I love talking about poop. It's, it's, <laughs> We're talking about a lot more than poop here. Is is uh, is, is shit uh, control still an indicator yeah. to you where you of where I am? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, we all have our kind of little. Uh oh, that's a tell yeah. that I'm maybe drifting a little bit. I would say like the most psychologically normal I've ever felt was definitely when I was pregnant, and like my psychiatrist said that that's totally common among her patients. Anecdotally, like they feel at like normal yes. like some women who have stable yes, right. personalities mm-hmm. they is. feel crazy because yeah, it's like yeah, their first yeah. mood fluctuation but me I was like oh this is like being 12 and having my period or whatever <laughs> and so um and that was I mean constipation and pregnancy go hand in hand anyway but like yes, that was sure. like my most like normal time Regular. um and then probably like in the years since then just because I don't know. There's something like, I mean, obviously I've been on medication for a while now and I think, you know, you stabilize if it's the right, if it's the right thing. And I definitely feel like really good. Um, and myself, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> but um, whatever that means. But I, I think something about having like a, a daughter sort of, even though it's overwhelming, um, it's like playing like the first level of Mario Brothers on repeat, but if you die, the baby dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not. Oh it's God. not like mentally taxing, and it and it sort of takes the edge off anxiety wise because I'm like, there are real things to worry about here. Some perspective. Like on. she can't like eat that light bulb, <laughs> you know. Right. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. and also I have to get my work done now because I want to go hang out with her later, and yeah. like the babysitter can't stay, and so it's like it just you have sort to get of, out of your own way. Exactly, and so I don't know if it's one or the other combination of things, probably a combination. But yeah, I'd say in the last two years, I guess it's been the best. Wow. But before that, it was always a barometer of like when I needed to cool off or like work a little bit less or like it's time to get out of the house and go for a run, you know, like uh-huh. going down my checklist of things. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I would imagine it feels pretty good to feel better and find yourself on a toilet when you're shitting. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Shitting in the toilet some is... kind of control over your life. Yeah, and, exactly. And I love your toilet, by the way. That's no joke. It's, it's a yeah. fantastic toilet. Yeah. main business over here. The Ferrari of toilets. I have one other question, and this is relates to that, the, to that 11-year period before yeah. you met your now husband. Yeah, who I loved for a year. Who you loved for a year. Who loved, like, truly holy for a year. And now you love him. And, and now you love him as, 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 as people love husbands. Oh, related love. To him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, did you ever have any issues with dating and your yeah. shitting? Okay, so there is this one vivid memory, sort of mm-hmm. a nightmare that I have of um, me and my current husband. I mean, 
it wasn't just like that that year sort of because you, you met him during a very tumultuous time well I actually met him in 2006 in like a gay and lesbian literature class in college okay. and um, he was about to graduate so we had this like epic three month affair that I started by like sending him a note like do you want to have an affair <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> and wow. Um, and and then he graduated. You had a bunch of paper always on you at a time. Exactly, I was, uh, yeah. And I, um, and then we, like, you know, we we were like uh, hooking up, but you know, not monogamous because trying to, be, I was trying to be cool, and he, he was a yeah. twenty-year-old boy or whatever. Right. And um, and so then we like dated other people for two years, and then we got back together that year that I mentioned. So by the time we got back together, we'd known each other for six years. Okay. Did he know about the shitting? So he didn't. And so one of those times before we were really like open and honest with each other, we were just like infatuated, you know? Right, right. Um, Like I didn't talk to him about this stuff. I didn't even talk to him about like negative feelings. Like, like, you know, I would just go to visit him and it would just be like amazing. And I always just wanted to be amazing. And so, I mean, I even like didn't want him to know that like I had my period. So I would like, throw my tampons out the window of his apartment. I, did, I, did, I didn't want to, I didn't want to put them in the- Some guy walks in, I gotta take a different route. I didn't want to leave them in a trash can. I was fucked Damn up. Damn this Prada store. Uh, yeah. So I was walking out to the taxi with him. Once he's going to put me in a taxi to like, you know, go back to the Chinatown bus or whatever it was. Um, And uh, I felt it happening. And he had a real (laughs) infatuation with my butt to the point that like, I sometimes feel like he might be cheating on me with my butt. Um, And so it was, it was normal for him to sort of, to reach down the back of my pants Unexpectedly. Oh, oh no 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 no! Where are you at this moment? Yeah, where, where, so I've just pooped my pants. Oh, you have pooped your you pants. Have? Where and are you? It, and it's it's full. My pants are full. Oh, and, oh, and, oh, oh, <laughs> and his hand is going in. Did you? I thought, I sort of like went, I sort of, I, I'll describe what I'm doing right now. I sort of like whip my hips to the side. Yeah. But I thought for sure he had poop on his hands. And I thought he was just being polite and pretending not to notice. And I got in the car and I was like, Crying, like it's over. Um, you didn't. Did but you I've, go under the underwear? I've talked, yes, and I've talked oh. to him since, and he has no memory of this. So I wow. think he might have like just missed it, but somehow. But that doesn't sound like you, Kathleen, to move your butt out of the way. But it was true love. This was a transition in her life. She <laughs> wow. was, you know, I mean, this relationship That's, was a turning point for you, it sounds like. It was. It was a real turning point. That and he put wild. his hand into your shit pants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he still loved you anyway. I think he, I'm just going to put felt a theory deeper, out there. deeper in love with you. I think he felt the shit. <laughs> And he has protected you from that. That is, isn't that the sweetest That's, thing? I, it actually is one of the most romantic the things I've ever heard. greatest act of love ever. Yeah. Is feeling someone's shit in their pants and making sure they never know you know. Mm-hmm. That is love. That's, That's on my ketubah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is, this is fantastic. I mean, it's a really... What a fucking journey. I... Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. For thinking about this. Yeah, this time, is not going to leave me. Um, thank you so much for coming on Thanks and being for having so me. honest and, and delightful. And uh, wow, I uh, really appreciate your, your honesty and <laughs> and. 
happy for you. Uh, I feel great now. This is, this is great. I went on a real ride. Yeah, this is a real roller coaster. <laughs> you really had us. Yeah, really if, if, I, if I told you guys that I had never gone to a doctor, would you be taking me to the hospital right now? Yes. It's hot, hot, yes. yes. No, there would be intervention time. There, there would have to be, we'd have to, or we'd have to reach out to someone who knew you. I, I, I mean, in all honesty, if you had, I'd be like, it would be up, it would be up to Mike Penny now. If you yeah, had, Mike, Mike is my only other thing. I'd be like, Mike, you gotta talk to someone. You're the one who put me in touch with her. Like, take this care is of this. Not okay. Fix if her had, butt. If we had met you. Three months into this, yeah. we would have put three, you. Three months where in a were cab we? With you. Where were you? Like literally, where were you? Well, I don't know what the year was, but I was in Lower Marion, Pennsylvania. Two thousand and six was when it. Oh 2000, no. no no no! Wait, in high school? No, sorry, sorry. I graduated high school in two thousand five. So a oh, one God, yeah, no, yeah. in New York. We were in New York. We were in New York. not that far away, and there were times Could when I was there. in Boston. And I had to tell you, I shit all over New York City, everywhere. But in places, I mean, mostly in places. Most, mostly, mostly, mostly in places. Mostly in places. Mostly in places. In places. Toilets. Mostly in toilets. <laughs> mostly at various NYU's. Thank God they own a bunch of fucking. And I had that card forever. Oh no, they're they're real estate empire. They're real estate. I've shit. I've shit <laughs> up and down their real estate empire. Thank God. Um, all right. Well, thank, thank you, you guys. so much for coming on. Yeah. Thanks. All right, well, that was Kathleen Hale. What do we say? I, I have nothing to say. I don't, uh, I, I, you, I, but you asked a lot of wonderful questions. I, I was mostly just playing catch-up, I feel like. It was incredible. It, it was really incredible. My mind was was just, I, first of all, I feel like we had two different episodes in there. Yes. Without, there was, right? If not three. <laughs> if not three. And that first that first stage, I just have never experienced anything like that. The only thing close, and it wasn't close, was Nate Dern, which uh-huh. was the first guest I think we've ever had where we were just so baffled by the kind of matter-of-factness about, I shit myself. I, right, have, right. I have to shit. And then she took that to, to a level... She was a serial shitter. Yeah, she was a serial shitter. Who finally got the help she needed. It's it's uh, the fact that it the 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 story went the direction it went actually makes all the sense in the world because I feel like both I mean both of us were like how is this not yeah registering I'm thrilled I I found myself just with a smile on my face me too the entire last like five ten minutes yeah because it was just honestly it was just such a beautiful in a in a way a really just like beautiful personal. Growth story, hundred percent. You know, like with obviously extreme trials, yeah, um, and so much shit, shit. <laughs> I mean, on so many lawns and stoops and, and different and kinds of, of uniforms, uniforms, and cars, and, and hats. Uh, <laughs> but it really was. Uh, uh, I'm so proud of her that she. Oh my god, she figured it out, you know, and like, and navigated. She, the, she the dealt waters. with the hard stuff. She yeah. really dealt with it, and it's it's a it's it. it I have a smile on my face as well because she's on the other end of it. Absolutely. And she's, you know, so, and... She's on the other end of it as opposed to it being on the other end of her. That's exactly right, Jack. Thank you. Um, So that was Kathleen Hale. So check out her stuff. She's a tremendous writer. Obviously, listen to her talk. She's a fantastic storyteller um, and so interesting. Um, So please check out her her work. Uh, I know you can go to her website 
and see uh, her different articles that are up. And uh, I, sh- I think she's always writing stuff. Um, so check her out. And thank you so much for listening to the show. Please keep on tweeting us at the Doug Man and at Jack Dolgen. That's D O L G E N. Keep calling us at the shit hotline at 1786. Hold it in. That is a letter N. And keep emailing us at calls with Doug Man at gmail.com. We love getting your emails. We love getting your calls. And we love getting your tweets. Please keep those Charmin slogans coming uh, so someone can knock Chris Jocelyn off the throne uh, because it's it's looking pretty hard to do that right now. I got to tell you. Um, and uh, yes, please keep listening to the show. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.